0: Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby.
1: I'm Gwen. Hi.
0: Hi. It's it's time to make the podcast again. Yeah, it is. How, how have you been? How has this past week been for you?
1: Uh, it's been good. I've been streaming more. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of fun. And yeah, I bet you haven't been watching anime because you've been streaming so much. This is my aspersion of casting on you. It could be completely false. Yeah... Oh, uh, was I right actually? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I mean like I've I've been keeping up with stuff, but I'm definitely at the point of like watching seasonal anime where it's like, yep, I'm watching the same things and like I don't have a super uh like clearly defined thing to say about them every week. It's just like, yeah, this show is still fun. And this show is still fun, you know. It's it's not really like a very substantial segment for a podcast.
1: Wait, you were wrong. I did oh, watch I, was wrong. I I watched one thing and I just remembered. What was that? Um I've seen, like, half of the first season of Blood Blockade Battlefront.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's like the second best Ria Matsumoto show. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that. From me, probably.
1: (laughs) 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 From you, yeah.
0: (laughs) How are you liking it?
1: Uh, It's good. It's very stylish. I like it when the attack names come on screen.
0: It's good shit. You can't go wrong.
1: It's really good shit. Uh, Yeah, but I've been watching that with Grey.
0: Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking that was probably the case because I know Grey watches that like a lot that stuff with people.
1: Yeah. And um yeah, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun.
0: I gotta make Grey watch Kyosu Giga at some point.
1: You also gotta make me watch that.
0: Yeah. Gotta make everybody on the planet watch watch Kyosu Giga at this point. If you if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched Kyosa Giga yet, fucking fix that. What's wrong with you? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Gwen's like provisionally allowed because she is like one of the hosts, but like <laughs> clock's ticking. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll get to it as soon as I'm done with Bloodblanky and Battlefront, okay?
0: Okay, alright, I'm, I'm, I'm taking your word for this, so don't fucking betray me.
1: Yeah, no, like, I definitely want to. Like, it's not like I don't want to.
0: Just ten episodes to watch, it's, 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 a, it's a quick quick one to knock out, and it's fucking incredible.
1: You, you and me should sit down and just watch all of it in one sitting.
0: That's very possible. Yeah, um other than uh like seasonal anime watching i guess i've been reading berserk like i started that up and i'm like definitely early on enough that i don't really have a ton to say um Mm -hmm. it's like the kind of thing where it's like it's uh i'm I'm having a great time reading it largely there's definitely times where it is like kind of incautious with some things in a way that i would find like more off-putting if i didn't have an idea of its reputation Mm -hmm. but like you know i don't know like i'm not gonna get like super granular on my first like 15 chapters of berserk or whatever that i've read you know you you probably know what berserk is if you're listening to this um yeah but that's that's a pretty cool comic and maybe i'll have more to say about that later when i have like a better idea of what the thing is
1: yeah i'm excited to see what you have to say because i have read all of berserk but like most of it was years ago and then i started reading the chapters as they came out which was like you know
0: Mm -hmm. that's like an experience i hear mostly of waiting (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but you know it's fun guts is like a is like a guy he's got a big sword it's pretty cool. There's a little elf. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I guess when I have like a more defined thing to say other than like, yeah, this is a like cool seeming comic, I'll, I'll, I'll touch base with you on that. We can talk about that on this podcast probably. Yeah. Awesome. But other than that, yeah, I think I'm ready to move on to our episodes this week.
1: Okay. Yeah. Great. Oof. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Episode 48. Gara versus Rock Lee. The power of youth explodes. Choji's feeling down about there only being strong guys left to fight so Asuma promises to take him out for barbecue if he goes through with his match. Gara sees at Choji's excitement. Konkuro heads over to chat with Naruto, hoping to gain some info on Neji, but all he gets out of Naruto is his drive to kick Neji's ass. The next match is called. It's Gara vs. Rock Lee. The match starts and Rockley goes to town, but Gara's sand has no problem keeping up as he stands still. Arms crossed. Konkuro explains to Naruto how Gara's sand moves on its own. Garo goes on the offensive and grabs Lee by the ankle and throws him against the wall. Sakura wonders why Lee is only using taijutsu, and Guy explains that he can't use ninjutsu or genjutsu. Despite an amazing show of taijutsu, Rock Lee's on the back foot and gets tripped up by sand
0: all right so this is uh like one of the episodes of naruto right like this is uh one of the big ones uh especially in like um you know the, the circles of people who like watched up who the, the circles of people who grew up watching naruto and sort of fell off of it like this was you know an episode that aired during the peak of his popularity and also is extremely sick yeah so it's, it's definitely one of the ones that stands out um and it is definitely like fucking incredible um this is another uh, suru episode uh, directed and storyboarded by him, uh, animation direction by Hirofumi Suzuki. Uh, so, so, I mean, like, the, 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 there's a lot of, like, uh, his hallmarks, both, like, a very, like, concise, like, ability to bring the appeal of the material onto the screen, and with, like, an experimentation with a lot of early digital techniques, we get a bunch of that in this episode, but, um, uh, and for, as far as key animators go, it's like basically just like a list of like here's the guys that are on Naruto that you want to see. It's not everybody, but it's a whole lot of them. I mean, we've got a lot of the like just solid people who are on the production for a long time. We've got, we've got Chiki tanaka toshi sorry Masaru kyoto Atsuko Inoue, um, and we've got Nizumu Abe, and then also we've got like absolute legends like Norio Matsumoto and Tetsu, Tetsuya Takeuchi. Um, all people I've talked about that on this podcast before. Um, it is an episode that you can definitely tell it's like oh yeah they got like they got like most of the guys that you can like try like trust to pull in like a really a really like strong performance on, like that are on the show regularly at this point like there's a few who weren't quite there like koji yabano isn't there because he's like worked on it feels like half of the episode isn't in, in this arc doing little cuts but like it's it's most of the people um
1: yeah and like what if if, if there was an episode to fucking do that on it's this one like holy shit
0: yeah, I feel like the other thing that's immediately notable about the production of this episode is that um, if you look at the credits in this one, you'll see that uh, Toshi Yukisuru and Hirofumi Suzuki, in addition to their standard roles of uh, you know episode director and storyboarder and animation director respectively, they're also credited as three uh, D for three D background art because in this episode the room is like CG the entire time, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah I noticed that. Uh,
0: there's also a third uh, person credited for CG background art, uh, Shinji Yanaginuma this is definitely an episode that is like experimenting with the possibilities of like working with a CG environment like placing characters in that CG environment and I think it does a lot of really interesting things with that that I'll talk about as we go through the episode like Mm -hmm. I I think it's very interesting because it is definitely like if taken as an argument for the like strengths of this style of production like it definitely feels like oh here's like a a thing you can use it for more than like here's a, a way that everything can be done like it is a it's a style of perfection that works so well for this episode because the entire thing just takes place in one room. Um,
1: yeah. And and it is, like, the kind of environment that we saw in previous episodes that, like, unless you had a backdrop, like, drawn really specifically, mm-hmm. the scale of everything just fucks up because you have big measurement lines on the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and this, this is definitely an episode where, like, everything feels, like, very consistently scaled in place throughout the room. And I think it, like... I mean, I think it's... Pretty impressive to just kind of nail that. Uh, like at this time, when like like you know CG environments and stuff and that sort of thing are like so much less widespread. Mm-hmm. Um, like right like right, right here at the start of the episode, when everybody is um, when everybody is just talking. There's a lot of, uh, of shots that are very. Um, they, they are, like, framed with this real sense of depth to like, give you an idea of, like, oh, here's all the people in the background, and here's, like, you know, the way that this, these, like, railings up on the side of the room are, are laid out. And, like, there's sort of a dual purpose to this, both in the sense it's, like, yeah, it creates appeal to have these shots with this level of depth. And then also it um, is it, just sort of, like, on a much more subtle level. It's giving you this very clear idea of, like, okay, here's where everything is. Here's all of these reference points for, like, what the room is like. So once the action picks up, you can really follow, like, what's happening very cleanly the entire time. I think it's very smart to like, to like put, to pull that off while also making like a bunch of really interestingly composed shots.
1: Yeah, this th- this episode just looks fantastic.
0: Uh-huh. I... for sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, I was just saying like I don't, I I don't even know what else to 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 say about it right now just because like we haven't really gotten into a lot of the episode proper. Do you want to like?
0: Uh, Yeah, let's get into the actual events of the episode, I suppose. I feel like I've said enough about the the basic production level of it, but... Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll have more to say as we go on, but, uh, you know, it's just up at the top. Um...
1: I thought the bit with Troji at the beginning was actually pretty fun.
0: Yeah, this this is like a pretty... Like, it's still like... Right, it, like, it's still kind of ironed. like, oh, Choji is the guy who eats stuff, but it's also, like, oh, you know, here's here's Asuma being, like, kind of a shitty guy, but knowing how to motivate this kid in, like, a fun way. I like him being, like, yeah, don't worry, I'll step in, everybody's just, like, kind of giving him the side like, you were the one guy who didn't step in, what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just kind of a shitty dude in a way that's very funny to me, because I feel like he, he gets kind of, like... Put in, he gets cast in a way more serious way uh, throughout the rest of the show. So just seeing him being like he's just sort of a scumbag. It's it's really funny.
1: It's really fun, and um, like like even beyond like the the way that like Choji is and stuff, and the way that uh, Asuna is like ha- handling him and stuff. Just like the 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 framing of the events to be like mis that that like misdirection mm-hmm. in in a way that's even called out by Shikamaru.
0: <laughs> uh, what do you mean by that specifically? Like.
1: Uh, the 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 line in the uh, in the in the subs when like af- after like Choji like yells uh, when Shikamaru like hits him on the head you know like uh, he's- he's-
0: oh he he, he 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 like yells because like it was like oh shit are you are you gonna fight Gaara? you're excited to fight Gaara? And, like, and he's like he's like safe he was like it was like fuck off
1: yeah yeah Shikamaru <laughs> literally says don't do anything misleading
0: yeah <laughs> it's really fun the other bit I think is really fun in this like pre fight part of the episode is where Conker is like, yeah, I'm going to start gathering information about Neji, and then just, like, walks over to the side of the room and, like, just asks Naruto questions very directly. Um, which I think is, is very is, is very fun, both in the fact that it's, like, a funny thing for this guy to do, but also, like, there's just kind of this very subtle flexing as he, like, moves through this environment very cleanly, like, just kind of, like, altering his path around characters and, like, successfully, like, circling around, like, the, uh, you know, the 3D environment in, like, a way that is just kind of very casually impressive. Yeah, I like him completely failing to butter up Naruto. Also, where he's like, "Ah, oh, you're a funny guy. I like you," and are just like, "I hate your ass." <laughs> <laughs> I've never laughed at you ever. Never ever. Uh, another, another thing that's fun of like how the characters are positioned in, in in this episode because like this episode brings such clear attention to This is I like that Naruto is like standing like far away from like the rest of his team, so he can just kind of like sulk distantly from Neji. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is basically as far like. like, like like, like he like he's like basically on the edge of that platform away from neji uh i'm like i mean, like he, he he could get farther away but he's like i don't have to like go and stand near the hokage which would be kind of weird or you have to go over to like the villain side of the room and that would also be weird for him
1: <laughs> not too, not weird for Konkuro though
0: no not weird for Konkuro. konkuro has got no such compunctions.
1: i i i love Konkuro so much it's... I it's do...
0: Yeah, Konkuro is kind of like, I mean, I'm not going to say he's like the star of this arc, but he's definitely the guy who I'm like having more fun, like the most more fun with than I was expecting. He's, he's, yeah, he's great.
1: I, I want Konkuro and Naruto to like be buds now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's like such a, like, we, we got this at the start of the arc where like, there's this vague sense of like Naruto and Konkuro rivalry. And there's like, just all of these things where like, they kind of build this like, connection between them that never pays off and it feels like a bummer because like yeah once right, here like, is actually really fun
1: it, it would have been a lot of fun if like after the sand village guys stopped being like the bad guys you know and like you, you know how that happens later in the show mm-hmm. uh if like the one that naruto got along with the best was conqueror it would be so good
0: it'd be so good but I I I mean maybe I'm wrong, but I definitely feel like any sort of like attempt at like putting the screen together just sort of stops happening.
1: Yeah, that's so disappointing. They have they have like a really fun chemistry.
0: Yeah, I I would love to be proven wrong. The last thing I think is really fun before we get to into the fight is uh Rock Lee just sort of like sulking. He's like, no, if I if I don't if I don't get to go early, I just I want to be the last one to cap everything off, and then as soon as he gets called, it's like, actually I fucking punked the universe, I tricked it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, actually, actually, he punked the dude behind the scenes who was setting up matches.
0: <laughs> Rockley is just a he's, a... he's a funny little guy. He's a great kid. I love him. Rock Lee... Yeah, you, you, you gotta root for him.
1: I love Rockley so much.
0: Rock is great. I mean, do, do you want to get into the part where like, uh, the, the fight actually starts now?
1: Yeah, let's get into the fight.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, Gara Ga- does this shit where, like... Like, basically, before anybody else knows what's up, he, like, teleports into the ring and he's just waiting, and, uh, that's, that's fun. And I also like, uh, Rock Lee, like, there's another bit of just kind of, like, you know, playing with the potential and kind of showing off where we get this really dramatic kind of, like, the camera angle really tilting as, like, Rock vaults down into the arena that I think is fun. It's, like, by no means the standout shot of the episode, but it's, like, just another moment of, like, oh, hey, this is, uh, there's there's this really, like, fun dedication to, like, trying, to, like, seeing what can be done with, uh, with, like, with, with the tools that they're playing with here. I mean, I guess I I don't have anything like more to say before like the the action really starts going. You know, we get those like really great rotating cuts of uh you know like like Rockley sort of like bat, like battering against the sand uh, as the, as the camera just swings around and um, you know because because we have those like be, because we have the environment that is like so clearly landmarked both with like the parts of the room and also like where the characters are standing. You know, it's is it's. it's it's like always immediately legible like how the, how the motion is going throughout that fight and it's like you know it is, it is very impressive on both the front of like you know Norio, Norio Matsumoto like animates the hell out of like a lot of the fight in the, uh, the first half of this episode mm-hmm. um, and also in the sense of like oh it's composite together super well like like the, 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 there are shows now that like I think are handling like compositing like 2D elements into a CG environment less naturally than like the way that uh, the, 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 the background characters are like used to like sort of uh G- give a consistent sense of the space of the fight in this episode.
1: No, I was just gonna say it looks so fucking good.
0: It looks so fucking good.
1: Like I haven't said it yet, and I've been dying to. It just looks so fucking good.
0: Yeah, yeah. When he like he, he's he's like jumping around, the, the camera's around. He's pulling out the kunai. And he's like slashing at the sand. It's like yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it, it, it gets your blood pumping. You're excited about it. It's fu- it's fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. This, this is, like, another one of the, the the episodes that, like, a lot of animators list. is like, oh, yeah, I saw this when I was, like, in high school. It was like, oh, I know what my job is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I, I totally get that. Because it, it is just it is just the coolest shit. Um, you know, Al Rockley is, like, putting on a pretty good show at the start. And then we get the the cut where, like, Garret, like, grabs him by the foot and is just, like, yanking him around. Which is, like, another thing that's, like, I think is... um. It is like a, a cut that's like really exciting, both in the sense of um, like there's there's all these like really fun kind of like exaggerated stretchy rock in in that cut as he's as he's getting flung around, and also I think that um, there's like a, some really smart compositing work where as the camera is like swinging more dramatically than it has before in this episode, the, uh, the 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 sand is like obscuring the parts that would be like the most unnatural uh, like. Uh, d- during a lot of the big wild swings and just kind of like leaving them exposed for enough for, for like long enough to like you know g- g- get a sense of like what's going on without like drawing too much attention to itself um, yeah it's, it's another cut that is like yeah it's really, really smartly composited um,
1: can, can I can I say that like g- genuinely I love how scrawny Rockley is mm-hmm. he's fucking skinny as hell
0: he's, a, he's, a little, he's like a small guy he's just a little guy He's just a little guy. The, the An experience I had watching this episode is like when when we cut to the stands, and like Soccer's like, huh, why is he only using taijutsu? Like, it threw me for a moment because the fact that Rockley can't use anything but taijutsu is like so solidified in my mind as part of the character, I just sort of assumed it had already come up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was like, wait, did, did we not know this until now? Is this like.
1: Yeah, did we. I feel, I feel like it must have come up during the fight with Sasuke, but...
0: feel like, probably it didn't, you know? Um, it's just, like, yeah, I mean, like, Rock Lee is a character whose concept is so extremely clear that, uh, like, the instant Rock Lee is on screen, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's Rock Lee, I remember everything about him.
1: Yeah. Um, Rock Lee's so fucking cool.
0: Rock Lee's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to move on to the next episode where Rock Lee does more sick shit?
1: Yeah... Like, the most sick shit that's ever been in Naruto? Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go, let's go.
1: Okay. Rock Lee avoids a wave of sand, flipping up onto the big hand statue looming over the ring. Might Guy gives Lee his approval, so Rock Lee pulls off his leg warmers to reveal training weights. The crowd still underestimates him, until the weights hit the ground, sending up a cloud of debris and shaking the whole building. Rock Lee goes back on the offensive this time moving too fast for Gara to keep his eyes on. Lee lands a heel kick to Gara's skull and every jaw in the room hits the floor. Gara is shaken up from the kick and Lee gets in a punch to Gara's face. Gara stands. A layer of sand covering his body cracks and flakes off. Kankuro calls this Gara's sand armor, a second layer of defense that makes Gara pretty much impossible to hurt. And Gara is getting pretty unstable, like emotionally, from this fight. Guy gives Rock Lee a knowing nod, and Rock Lee kicks Gara into the air with an upward bicycle kick, before wrapping his arm wraps around Gara and driving him into the ground with Primary Lotus, leaving Gara lying in a crater, but Gaara's sandomer falls away to reveal nobody inside.
0: Right, so, Rock Lee dropping the training weights is like THE Naruto moment to, I feel like, basically everybody who, like, watched Naruto as a kid, right? Like, that's that's just the fucking thing, it's cool as hell, it's the sickest shit in the universe.
1: Yeah, it's just the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing in Naruto. It's the coolest thing that has ever been animated in Naruto.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I completely agree with this, but it is very, very cool. Um, Like, when when I was watching this episode, I was just kind of thinking to myself, you know, it's, it's, it's good that they put all of the coolest parts of this fight in this episode, and like, I mean, like, looking at what happens in the other episodes, like, it's hard for me to say for certain if this is actually the the coolest parts of the fight, or if these are just, like, the parts that are the coolest in my mind because I've seen this episode and this is the coolest episode of this fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel I feel like it is, like, a self-maintaining, like, there, there's, like, a feedback loop there, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, fuck if this... Ugh.
0: It's just so well executed. Like even knowing it's coming, because like how like if you've watched the show before, we both have. Like how like you know exactly what's about what it's about to. You know exactly what's about to happen. But like the instant those weights hit the ground, like the big fucking smoke clouds go. I'm just grinning like a fucking buffoon. Like it's just perfect.
1: It's just so fucking good. Holy shit.
0: Uh, They just nail the timing on it so well. And then like he gets down from the statue, and he's going so goddamn fast. Yeah. This is like a. this is the thing I like, think I really love about what this episode does, because like I've talked a lot about how, you know, they use the CG environments to give you this very clean and consistent idea of like how how like the motion is like being carried out throughout the fight, like where everything's positioned. And like once Brock Lee uh like is going like super fast after dropping the weights, there is like bits where that just kind of breaks, right? Like at the st- at the start of the action in this part, um uh and like the the, the 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 bits of action from like where Rockley is like zooming around a lot to where he lands the kick on Gara's head is uh, Tetsuya Takeuchi who animated that um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: another, another great animator who talked about previously in the uh, the previously at the end of the uh, Zabuza arc but like 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 in, in this in this scene there's like all of these moments where like it's like cutting super erratically and like the shots are like framed super close in and so we don't actually get that sense that has been so like De- deliberately maintained throughout the rest of the episode, and it's like, oh, wh- I, like I just don't know exactly what's happening because he's just going too fucking fast, and Gar doesn't know what's happening because it's going too fucking fast, and it, like sells that super well even before we get to like the, the the more directly readable cuts where it's like panning around again, and we see like Gar like struggling to turn around as he's just zipping all over the place.
1: Yeah, it's so fucking strong.
0: Like the 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 very deliberate ways that like every shot in this episode can be framed because of like how, um, because of how, how the environment is being presented, like are used to such an effect, like both to present that like by by like pulling that away from you from it, like creates this like remarkable illusion that is like, it, it just makes me excited about anime to see it, this sort of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. I love this so much. Like, uh, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I, I have no doubt that we have some listeners that just like aren't watching the show along with us, and like that's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. But you can watch this one, right? Like, even, like, like even if you've seen it before and it's been a while, just go watch it again. It's twenty minutes. It's like, it's. I mean, you know, it's it's just, yeah. It's just one of the great television anime episodes, and you should you should give it a shot.
1: Yeah, for, forty-eight. If you missed it, and like you don't want to <laughs> go back in the episode, like for, forty-eight. It's one to watch.
0: It is one to watch. Also, like, you know, when when Rockley gets the kick out on Gara's head, it looks fucking great. Like, like, just, like, plays it again four times in rapid succession. Uh, You you got, like, Rockley just sort of, like, hanging in the air for a moment after, like, the hit connects. It's, like, it's so cool. And, like, when, when he, like, goes in for the punch, after that, like, connects with Gara's face and he goes sent flying back... Like there's this great like sense that the camera just like tilts towards the ground and is like oh this is the way that Gara hasn't been framed before in this episode you're realizing suddenly because he's like <laughs> like like it, it's it's just a great feeling this episode is so well constructed.
1: We um we we learn about Gara's sand armor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is this is another thing. Um, I feel like like you know, as we get into the, the the end of this episode we get like this kind of like. One one two punch of like these moments of realizing like you know after after we've been like so amped up on rockley we seem to do all this really cool shit we get these like really great moments of like oh shit it's not it's not going so smoothly and the first is like you know the sand armor like flaking away and like Gara's making his his fucked up psycho face yeah yeah but like I, I, after Lita's the primary Lotus and like talking about the primary Lotus he has here I really love like just how heavy it fucking feels as it kicking him up into the air right like
1: yeah how it like how how until now whenever like rock lee's fucking kicks someone up into the sky or whatever
0: yeah like you you we, we know the like super animation that plays when you activate this move and like i just get knocked up into the sky and so like seeing like it not happening he's like oh shit i gotta keep going it's like it feels momentous um yeah uh and then you know when, when he when like he like drives gar into the ground and like there's just the empty sand armor collapsing again yeah, like there's like a it, it, it's just like very well depicted of like the the, the, the garage shell just sort of like cracking away, it's like nothing, and it's like it, it, it's just cool, it's like, oh god damn it, no, how's Lee getting out of this one? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just yeah. so bought in, you know? It's it's cool, it's a great episode of, of, of Naruto. I I don't know what more I have to say about it, I feel like I've got my my points out. Um, Is there anything else you want to say about this one?
1: No, I think I'm ready to go ahead and move on to the next episode.
0: How do we like, how do we get into this? We don't have like our usual uh,
1: yeah, do we want to open up by saying like, hey, there were some technical difficulties, so we had to record on a different so we had to record the rest of this episode on a different day.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's worth doing just in case we like uh you know the energy is like notably different or like uh um
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: like accidentally cover the same thing twice or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Yeah, so do you wanna like do that? Should I do that? I could do it.
0: I could you know, we could both do it. We could, I, I don't know. Uh, fuck, I, I don't have, like, a thing in or anything. Let's, yeah, we just uh, start talking
1: over each other? Yeah, good idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, they'll change both at the same time. <laughs> we come up with our own separate explanations. We just go for it.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, well, I think that suffices.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't, I don't know how much of that's getting put in the podcast, but like basically we were recording the rest of this episode a week after the previous part, um, you know, we talked about episode 48, and that all went really well. I think I, you know, I did a great job talking about that episode, and Gwen did a great job talking about that episode, we had a great conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, then we started talking about episode 49, and uh, I stopped being able to hear any entire sentences like Gwen said due to some mysterious technical difficulty. Um, but I can hear—I've been able to hear every sentence Gwen has said so far. I hope that doesn't change. And uh, you know, yeah, we're, we're here to—we're here to pick things back up and record the rest of this episode now.
1: Yeah. So you know, just if like the energy is different or like the sound quality is like a little bit different because I know that like noise reduction and all that stuff, like
0: yeah, like my my voice probably sounds like a little different week to week depending on how much I've been like talking recently or like you know it's, yeah it's yeah all, yeah all
1: all that stuff all that stuff uh so i think i'm just gonna get right into it with episode 49
0: all right i suppose
1: episode 49 lee's hidden strength forbidden secret jutsu lee's hurt from using the lotus technique and gara is pretty much fine physically gara sends a huge wave of sand at lee that drives him against the wall gara sends more and more attacks at lee kicking up a cloud of sand guy remembers roughly as a child who wasn't any good at anything how much work he put into his taijutsu and how he never gave up but it's clear that gar is just playing with him at this point and looking scarier by the minute
0: okay yeah so um i know when we talked about episode 48 like i feel like we were we were pretty like heavy on the point that it's just kind of a remarkable looking episode of naruto on all fronts and uh now oh, yeah. that we're here um it's a pretty normal-looking episode of Naruto, you know. I think the action is generally like solid; it all moves fine. Um, but like, it's it's definitely less purposeful and less, like smartly directed. It's just you know it just communicates what's happening pretty plainly. And that's that's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was like it's not a bad-looking episode of Naruto, that's for sure.
0: like there's, there's there's definitely a few like action cuts I think look pretty all right, and you know there's some some nice composed shots and. uh it, it, all, it all works. I, I think the, the drama of the situation is carried forward well, even if, like, the extent to which, like, the full weight of the production is put behind the previous one can't be mm-hmm. by necessity. I think the other big interesting production dis- difference here is, like, we, we, we talked a lot about how the, uh, the environment was CG in the previous episode. And there's, like, definitely a part of me that expects, like, when you have a CG environment to, like, keep going back to that, to, like, rely on it to make, you know, producing the show a little bit easier... But I imagine those pipelines weren't like super involved by that point, which is like sort of evidenced by the fact that Toshiki, threw like, needed to do like some of the CG environment art for the previous episode, and so like it probably wouldn't have actually been like too much easier. And also, it, it probably wouldn't have worked that well because like Gara keeps busting up the arena in this, uh, yeah, in this episode, which probably would have just made like working with CG environment like rem- remarkably harder. I don't have a ton to say about the actual fighting here in this half of the episode, right? Like it's. It's pretty straightforward. Like Rockley is just kind of barely keeping ahead of the attack. The is still trying to hit him. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we, I, I guess the, the the thing I do want to touch on in the um, and in, in this part of the episode is like the various flashbacks that we get about Rockley and Guy. Um, like we we, we fl- the, 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 This is the part of the episode where I'm getting kind of awkward because I remember like saying some of this stuff because it was like some of the stuff I said right before we like stopped being able to record. So I feel like uh-huh. awkward about repeating it, but I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. I like that when we see Baby Rock Lee, he is just like, like, he has a different, very serious martial arts kid look going on, but he's still very much that guy. Um,
1: yeah, can I just say, like, fucking Young Rock Lee, fucking impeccable design. That's great. He looks exactly like the same kid, but with, like, a different idea of what a cool guy dresses like.
0: Yeah, right. Like, he, like he saw like a different, like, martial arts movie somewhere. He's like, this is a, this is the guy I gotta be. Yeah. That he met, like, a real guy who could punch and kick very good, and that just changed his whole life. Uh, we've also got like a bit of like Guy and Kakashi watching Young Rock Lee be bullied, basically, and Guy is like critically unaware of like being able to recognize when a guy is like him, much like Naruto, um, because uh, you know Kakashi has to point this out, and then like he de- it doesn't really seem to take t- for Guy until Kakashi's like, and also you got the same eyebrows, and Guy's like, oh, you're right, <laughs> and so he just sort of decides to like follow around this kid and watch him kick logs and, like, do push-ups to an absurd degree, and, uh, I, I, I guess that's enough to convince him of, of his sincerity, and, like, I, I would probably be wa- be convinced if, like, a, I saw a six-year-old do, like, a thousand push-ups or whatever. I think that would,
1: uh... Yeah, I mean, like, I would certainly be impressed.
0: And the, the other flashback thing I really want to talk about here is, like, we we get, like, the... We get, like, Team Guy's version of the scene where, like, the team is introducing themselves to each other, and, uh... Um, and uh and they're all like saying what the- we get team guys version of the scene where like all the members of the team are introducing themselves to each other and they're all like saying what their dreams are um
1: yeah and like neji's still an asshole but we're not gonna worry <laughs> neji's, about it
0: then just like i i don't want to say what my goal is because I, I i don't know what that kid's up to maybe he's like planning a school shooting or something he's, he's <laughs> his his vibes are all wrong <laughs> um and Tente's like i want to be like tsunade which i think is the first time we heard about tsunade um you know
1: Yeah, is that the first time, I mean, besides Orochimaru, obviously, is that the first time we hear about that, like, that, like, genre of guy in Naruto?
0: Um, I think when we first see Orochimaru, we, like, get the Sanyin mentioned also, if that's what you're talking about. Um, Yeah. And, you know, if you you know, like, the the general way that, like, Naruto draws on, like, inspirations for naming his characters, you know there's probably a dry out there somewhere, too. But if you're, like, watching this on fucking Cartoon Network or whatever, just on, like, DVDs, like, friend lent to you when you're, like, 12... You probably don't that probably doesn't mean anything to you,
1: yeah, right? Because Orochimaru, Jiraiya, and Tsunade are like literally a group of three ninja from like Japanese folklore, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like that when we see Rock we like to clear what his ideals are, um, it, it feels like very much a thing that he's come to on his, on his own terms. Um, w- when I was like thinking about this stuff before we rewatched it, I definitely had like a worry that it was going to come across like, oh, guys, just very much like molding this guy exactly into him for, you know. But, but like, I I think there's plenty of room for like, oh, Rockley is like he is a guy with his own motivations and he is like here for his own reasons, even if uh, what he wants to do coincides with what Guy wants to do.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I, I, I definitely did do some like reconsidering of my like thoughts about Guy throughout these like, uh, like latter two episodes especially. I'm not, but like, I, this probably isn't the best time to talk about that. I'll like give I'll, I'll touch on that more later.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, do we want to like move on to the rest of the episode?
0: Uh, I'm good for
1: that you are. Okay. Lee remembers Guy telling him that he's a genius of effort, that he too was once a loser, and the only thing Rock Lee needs is a little confidence in himself. This renewed drive pushes Lee through the pain and he's able to move again, with a smile on his face. Guy says the leaf's lotus blooms twice, and Kakashi catches on to what Guy taught Lee, and name drops the eight inner gates, and Guy confirms that Lee knows how to open five of the eight inner gates. With Sakura in the middle wondering what the fuck they're talking about, they explain that they are gates along the chakra network that limit flow, and that they can be forced to open with various effects and detriments to the body. Kakashi is genuinely upset that Guy would teach this to a child, and Rock Lee opens the third gate.
0: Alright, so we we start out this half of the episode with more Rock Lee flashback stuff, and we get like this very genuinely sad to me moment where like, Rock Lee is just kind of training and he's like you know it's he, not going great and like guy comes up to talk to him and he's immediately just like uh, if if you're here to get mad at me for like messing up on the mission I already said I'm sorry so like, I, like it's, it just made me feel so bad for the kid it's like oh buddy no oh. <laughs> Rock,
1: Rock Lee see I would never let my like protege
0: feel that way mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you would never <laughs> allow a teen to feel insecure you would have you have have that handled <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, literally.
0: He's not even a teen yet. This this flashback is he, like he. He's,
1: yeah, he he would be like, did he have the headband?
0: Um, I I assume so because this is after he's under like, I, I assume these flashbacks are largely chronological. So he's like you know probably under.
1: Yeah right. So so he's like not he's like Naruto years old.
0: Yeah, which is twelve, which is like you know almost a teen, but not All, quite. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's definitely a moment where like Rockley is like feeling super bummed and like he's talking about his fears that like you know even if he works super hard he won't get stronger appreciably and uh, it was like an interesting moment for me watching this because I definitely like found myself connecting more to like Lee's worries than like Guy's reassurances of his worries about how like you know uh, Rockley is like a genius of effort and he just needs to believe in himself or whatever yeah like there, there's definitely a point watching this was like you know I I'm not really sold on this but I guess you know i i i can set that aside and i can find myself like believing that like this means a lot to lee to have guy just kind of like express a belief in him and like a real support in him in a way that he hasn't really had before
1: yeah totally and like even if even if you like agree with the kid and you're like yeah you probably won't get that much stronger realistically like you're not gonna tell the kid that
0: well yeah but i mean (laughs) yeah um I mean, more that I, I I just feel like you know Rockley's anxieties feel like very like grounded and real even if they are in the context of like trying to be super powerful ninjas, um, and and Guy's solutions are like well here's the thing you tell a Shonen manga character to inspire them, but you know I I can I I, yeah. I I can I can resolve that distance in my head pretty cleanly. Yeah. Um, also
1: like Guy knows a lot about Taijutsu.
0: He's like the he's like the guy of Taijutsu. Ruby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Listen. <laughs> It wasn't that good.
1: Yeah, but like, if if he believes that, then I believe it, right? Like he knows. Yeah, right. He, he knows better.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I definitely buy that. Like, yeah, you know, guy is making a very meaningful gesture to him here.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and like factually, guy was right.
0: Mm, yeah, Rockley is fucking cool as hell. Yeah, Rockley <laughs> kicks ass. We are here today to record this podcast and say Rockley is fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, like. To, to to the point where I have like literally no idea why Rockley thinks he can't just like annihilate Neji.
0: Yeah. I feel like he could probably like kick the shit out of him, frankly. Uh
1: Right, because what's he gonna do? Make him not able to channel Kachakra? Like
0: Like I, I sort of assume that, you know, Rockley is using some amount of chakra in uh in his just regular fighting, and so he probably would, like...
1: Yeah, right, like... He'd our...
0: like, inhibit somehow, to, like, some extent. But, like, it wouldn't be as bad as, like, someone trying to use the gentle fist on Neji. You could still punch him and kick him a lot.
1: Yeah, you could still break his fucking nose.
0: I guess realistically the thing is, like, he probably just hasn't beaten Edgy, and he's probably kept trying. But, you know. I, th- I think Lee's got this. I think he's...
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just think... um, Like, with... With the like Neji rivalry for Rock Lee, it's a lot of like uh, you know that like anecdote where if you like tie a baby a baby cow to like a fence post, and then it grows up and as a big cow like it it won't go away from the fence post even though it could easily pull it out of the ground just because it grew up its whole life not being able to. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I just think it's a little bit of like that that situation, you know,
0: like. He he just needs to get out there and fight a few more people, and he'll realize he could probably kick Neji's ass.
1: Yeah, or just kick Neji's ass, right? Like.
0: Yeah,
1: like any day now, like whenever he wants. Honestly, well, I mean, maybe not. Ne-
0: maybe, really got it coming, you know? He's, yeah, maybe,
1: maybe not anymore with the way this fight happens. But like,
0: he will get back on his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Every every time, guys like, uh oh, Rock Lee, you will, you will surely, you will surely surpass Neji in one day or whatever. Like, there's there's some way which you're like better than Niji. You're like, yeah, that's right. There is. He's gonna. He's definitely gonna do way better than at, at surviving to the end of Naruto.
1: Yeah, he's not going to get killed like a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, like, spoilers for Naruto, I guess.
0: Yeah, but, like, this is, this is, this, is a, this is a rewatch podcast. I feel like we're pretty liberal with Naruto spoilers. Like, you know, we're just kind of talking about Naruto in the context of Naruto as a whole all the time. Yeah. So it's fine. Uh, sorry if you're, like, going to be really bummed out that Niji dies, though. Um,
1: I don't know why. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're, like, going along with the show to the point where like that would be spoilers with so you like at this point i don't know why you would be like upset that he dies
0: <laughs> i knew a edgy fan in high school you know
1: <laughs> but like at this part of the show
0: i i, mean, I guess I'm not, I'm not sure when he like turned around on the guy he like mostly he like mostly shipped him with Ten Ten, which i didn't really get either because you know 10 never on screen um yeah but...
1: that's that's awful <laughs> that's like actively as bad as it could be ever
0: yeah, I mean, do, do you want to like get get back to the episode uh, a little bit more? Like, cause I guess the the next thing I have to talk about is like you know once we get back to the fight and uh, and, and, and and like Kakashi realizes what what's up and he's like, hey guy, what the fuck? <laughs> like I, 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 I like I don't know, I, I, I I do think this moment like really works. Like I love Kakashi being like, hey. Guy, what, like, why why would you teach a kid this? What's wrong with you? And I, I also like that guy is like also like very defensive about it. and also gets pissed at Kakashi in return. I yeah. think it's like he's like a really nice point of drama between these two guys who are like. So,
1: can I can I go on another tangent here?
0: Oh yeah, what's your tangent?
1: Um. So, like, are they just allowed to use forbidden jutsu? Um,
0: I guess I, I guess so. <laughs> Right, like it doesn't seem like it's illegal in most cases. It's just kind of like it's a bad idea, in most cases. So don't do this.
1: Right, but like especially in this like regulation like tournament context, right? Like you feel like you you feel like if certain ninja tools down the line aren't like accepted, that like forbidden jutsu would be kind of a no go. But like we got shadow clone jutsu, we got we got Rock Lee's horseshit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we got Gaara's bullshit. Yeah. Like I I'm just wondering why even have the category of jutsu called forbidden jutsu.
0: It's like a it's like a double forbidden jutsu that's like all right this, this shit will actually kick you out for. There's like it's it's just like a weird a weird line that's like a you know re- individual referees have to make their call on and uh you,
1: when you make an ability do you just call it a that's like pretty strong do you just call it a forbidden jutsu to make it sound cooler? Maybe. I mean, it's what I would do. I would make all my shit forbidden jutsu.
0: Hell yeah. Tell me about your forbidden jutsu, Gwen. Uh, well,
1: there's this one that's sort of a variation on the uh, puppet stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Where I'm not very good at controlling puppets long distance, so I have it hidden in a big weapon. Okay. That's a forbidden jutsu now.
0: Yeah, usually people would do that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's usually a bad idea because, um...
0: Because usually the advantage of the puppet is they control at long distances, but like, if you...
1: Yeah, but like, I'm pretty good at Taiju too, and like, I'm not very good at handling
0: my puppet, so like, you know. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I, I get it. That's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's a good, because it's a trick, because you know, it's like, oh, that puppet has a big weapon, and then it like, grows arms
0: and like, grabs you. Hell yeah. You're, you're like, kind of badass. Well,
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That happens. What What about you? Do you have any forbidden jutsu?
0: Ah, now my jutsu are all very normal.
1: Okay. do Do you want to make some forbidden?
0: Uh, we, can, we, can, we can we can talk that <laughs> later maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: But, yeah. I mean, back back to Guy and Kakashi. Like, I mean, i don't know, like, I I, I I like this moment as like sort of like an extension of video we talking about on the previous episode of like both of these guys like don't really uh know how to handle children very well oh no. um and they're they're both like kind of drawing their own lines of like what 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 they can and should do um and I don't know I, I think it's like, like like even if it's something that winds up being like resolved between them fairly briefly after this I, I think it's like a I, I, I think it's like a nicely messy like brief clash between their uh their, their two personal approaches and um
1: yeah because like guy you're not supposed to teach your kid how to do that stuff. You're supposed to get your kid, put him in a situation where he gets the dangerous abilities, and then you step in to rein it back for him.
0: Oh, like I also, I also definitely get like the the extent to which this would be, um like this is like a a, a much more uh concrete like, hey, this seems like a bad thing to do because it is the the, the forbidden Jutsu that does have a point where you just die if you do it.
1: Yeah, but, like, he doesn't know how to do that yet.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll just I'll just teach him how to get up to seven. We'll, we'll just stop there, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, just... hope that's, and I'll hope that he's, he's good with that.
1: Yeah, when he turns, like, 25, mm-hmm. I'll, like, give him a phone call and just give him the tip on how to do the last one. Just be like, okay, but, like, don't do it, though. Like, for real? Just, like, don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, uh... So the, the thing that, like, last time I watched this stuff, I was, like, way more bought into, like, a cautious perspective of being angry at Guy. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of that comes down to the fact that, like, a lot of that comes down to stuff that, like, is introduced way, way later, like, in the last, like, 50 chapters of Naruto. And, like, rewatching this now, I feel like it doesn't make a lot of sense to hold that stuff against it. But, like, there's definitely a point where, like, we learn about how, oh, Guy's dad also learned the Eight Gates and uh, then passed them down to Guy and told him how he needed to one day sacrifice himself with the Eight Gates and, like, find another people to like just sort of continue that cycle forever or whatever and i think that stuff winds up making us all feel way worse um
1: because mm-hmm. that that is something that i missed mm-hmm. so i don't know anything about that
0: yeah right and it's so like when i was looking at this perspective like oh guy is like guy is like doing this weird thing of like M- molding Lee into like the the image set by his own father, and like kind of setting him on the path of like eventually exploding himself with this forbidden jutsu. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely like a, a way. I-, I I just like it a lot less. Um, but at at this point, I you know I'm I'm willing to. I- I'm willing to just kind of buy into like what what the show is putting in front of me right now, and I think. I I think this is the thing that works for me that gets made worse later more than just a thing that just doesn't work for me. Like I I can totally understand where Guy's coming from. Um at the, like within the context of what we've been shown right now.
1: Yeah, like especially within the context of like Rockley's whole situation. Like that is how Rockley gets stronger, period.
0: Yeah, like that is the that is the option available to him. And I mean, to, to that extent, I really like. Uh, the, the, there's a bit where they're talking about like the uh, the conditions for using the eight gates, and I love how like you know, um, uh, you know, like he, like you know, Rockley isn't supposed to use the primary lotus unless to protect somebody. He's not supposed to drop the weights from his legs unless to protect somebody. But like the eight gates, that shit is for you. You use that shit when you need to like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so good
0: it's it's like such a great moment and like the, maybe this isn't is like strictly true but like i definitely get the sense that that is like a restriction that lee takes way more seriously and is like able to adhere to more oh yeah i, I think that's like super characterful
1: god rock lee is so fucking cool
0: he's such he's such a great guy um do you have more you want to say about this episode
1: uh not really do you just want to move on to the next one yeah sure okay episode 50 the fifth gate. A splendid ninja is born. Lee's body is overflowing with chakra, and along with the third gate, he opens the fourth. Lee starts to juggle Gaara before anyone has time to process the fact he sent him skyward with a kick to the jaw. Gara's armor is breaking away as Lee opens the fifth gate and hits Gar into the ground, but Gara converted his gourd into sand to soften the blow, so he's only extremely hurt, not a paste. Gaara's done fucking around, and Lee's hurt worse still. Gara gets an arm and a leg with Sand Coffin. Rock Lee passes out, and Gar moves in for the kill before Guy intercepts. Gar can't fathom why Guy would do that for someone who lost, and Guy says Rock Lee is precious to him.
0: So at the top of this episode, there's like mm-hmm. this really weird line from Kakashi, where yeah. he's like watching Rock Lee like open all the gates and like go go super, you know, open the five gates and like go super like ape shit, and he's like, huh. He, maybe he really is a genius. Just hard work can't get you this far. It's like, it's very strange. Um, th- th- there's this undercurrent, like I think it's more in this arc than in Naruto as a whole about like uh, hard work versus effort or whatever. Yeah, and it, it, it's like a, I think it's, it's like a pretty oft-repeated criticism of Naruto that like, the show doesn't really, um, I, I, I actually invest that much in the position that like you can actually get super far with hard work because you know.
1: Yeah, like, the hard work guy is now being like, oh, yeah, maybe he was just naturally gifted at this the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, Yeah, and also, like, you know, like, oh, you know, Naruto's got, like, several levels of, like, ninja destiny, like, sitting on his head. And, like, yeah, like, as the underdog rival. So it's, it's like, it is definitely a thing that a lot of people, like, feel um, super distantly about. And I also think it's a thing that, like, yeah, this is a point that the show touches on that it doesn't really... Um, successfully get me to buy into and i can just sort of like get get past it because i think the show largely isn't about it that much uh but it is it is definitely a weird moment here when kakashi says this
1: the, the show is about how the, how it's bros all the way down mm-hmm. um it's nothing to do with hard work versus like natural talent mm-hmm. it's, it's about being bros
0: it's about being bros I I definitely find, like, a lot of the action in this part of the episode when Lee has the gates open and he's just flying around super fast kind of underwhelming. Um, Like, it it feels like it's kind of just going through the motions to an extent without a great perspective on how to, like, display that sense of speed with any real weight.
1: Um, Yeah, it's like a half-second loop loop played for four seconds right
0: like it's yeah if, if like guards kind of like ping-ponging around the arena or whatever and like i don't know like a lot a lot of the framing is kind of stiff when he does his like big attack and like kicks gar into the ground or whatever um like it like it, it is like mostly like a static thing and, and I, I definitely feel like it's supposed to be communicating like a lot of really rapid blows more than like one big hit yeah um like it, it just feels like a lot of compromises and like an inability to really capitalize on like what we're supposed to like be seeing here but like i mean if I, if it, fortunately like i'm you know i'm bought up i'm bought in enough that like i'm not like completely taken out by it i, do, I just you know I, I do have to know that sort of thing when it happens
1: yeah right and like this this isn't a very action heavy episode like in the first place so this like last bit of like residual action in the fight before it's over is
0: like yeah like it's, 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 it's kind of a bummer that like Rock Lee's ultimate technique that he's, like, trying super hard on doesn't get to look very cool, but it's also, all like, you know, we're, we're all pretty heavily invested in the fact that Rock Lee is cool because of how good episode 48 looks. Yeah. yeah Gara gets kicked to the ground, and he's, like, fine because of his, like, sand thing. And also, Gara is just such, like, a fucking... <laughs> ridiculous anime murder child like I love how he's like kicked to the ground everybody's like wondering if he's like even alive or whatever and he's like instantly doing his like hand crush motion to kill this other kid he's like a freak
1: yeah I Gara is so fun here
0: yeah (laughs) like I I love how much Gara is just like this really fucked up kid that has like no idea how to engage with the situation once it stops being about him like murdering this other kid because he's not like he's he's not like self, like you know self assured about it like Niji is he's he's just kind of like well this is the thing I do
1: yeah right like Gregor is definitely the kid like wait this isn't what I practiced last night
0: <laughs> yeah right like like guy shows up and he's like wait hold hold on people don't do that. <laughs> and baki's at the stands like huh gara, gara doesn't gara's never had anybody like sh- show him any kindness and doesn't understand what being shown kindness is like and i feel like that's kind of on you to an extent dude i don't know i mean <laughs> he's like allegedly your student i realize he basically just like put him o- put him off in directions and have him like kill guys but like you could try a little harder
1: yeah you know what As, as, you know, as the family member, as, like, the bigger cousin, like, you know, I I have to take onus on this one, too. (laughs) (laughs) That that kid fucking scares the shit out of me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're here to proudly announce that you're part of the problem. We're not proudly, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you're announcing it.
1: Like, okay, like, to be fair, like, we're not that close. (laughs) Okay. In in the first place, right? Like. I'm just like, you you're
0: you're like putting on a pretty big show of like how you could be a good mentor to a kid, just not this one, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, look, fucking, <laughs> fucking, get his brother, get his sister in my corner. Like, I got them set. Like, I mean, like, you know, maybe if I got to him earlier, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be such a sicko. But like, I don't know if I could bring him back from that right now. Like, I I'm I'm not prepared. I. I need a practice run or two before I target. Okay, alright. This,
0: this is like a high difficulty like childcare situation. You need to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not recommended for beginners. Yeah. But like it, it's kind of amazing how much Kara is just kinda of like, oh my my mood's kinda of ruined now that this has happened. Like I don't I don't really know what's up, but I I don't even want to crush him that bad anymore. Until like least adds up and like there's this moat returns where it's like, oh may, maybe it's pace time though? But like
1: He's so mad. Gara is so mad.
0: Like, like there's the bit where Hayate uh, um, announces that the fight is over, and he's been disqualified, and Gara wins. He's like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't want to fight anymore anyway." Yeah, that's, <laughs>
1: okay. all right. We should we should go ahead and move on to the next sec- section. Ah, uh, right. right, Yeah, because that's that's the part of the episode we're talking about now. Oh, right, right. right. Okay. I, I just
0: I completely forgot about how we do this podcast. for a moment. Let's move on to the next episode. <laughs> okay. The next part of the episode.
1: Gara turns to leave as the winner is being called, and everyone's shocked to see Lee on his feet, despite some of his bones being powder right now. Guy moves to console him, only to find Lee's body stood up on its own while Lee was still unconscious. The match is officially called, and Naruto leaps down, passing by Gara on the way. One of the medical ninja pulls Guy aside to-, to deliver some bad news. With Lee's injuries, working as a ninja ever again will likely be impossible. Guy and Naruto don't take this news very well. Kakashi steps in to prevent Naruto from causing more of a scene, telling him that Lee was too focused on his dream and let himself ruin his body in pursuit of it, and that Naruto is among the people Lee sacrificed himself to one day face. Kakashi apologizes to Guy for reacting the way he did about Lee knowing how to open the gates, and the next match is Dozu versus Choji. Broccoli is so fucking cool. I'm so. Broccoli is so
0: fucking cool. It's it's like, it is such like a great moment where he's like he's just like like uncaught just standing back up. He's just he's he just wants to prove himself so bad. I love, I love that. I love that kid.
1: I love him so much. Yeah, right. And like even if he if he totally lost both that arm and the leg, like he could still be a one armed one leg ninja. Like who fucking cares? Like he could do it.
0: Yeah, we gotta we gotta believe in him.
1: We gotta believe in him.
0: Um,
1: but uh, what, what were you saying about Gara?
0: Oh, what was I saying about Gara? Um,
1: doesn't fucking matter. He's so fucking mad. He won the so fight. so fucking mad. He won the fight and he doesn't even get to be the coolest guy.
0: It does not. God. Uh, like, like, I, I, there, There's a moment where like, we cut to the stands and we see like, Conqueror watching it and he's like, kind of bummed about it. Like, damn, even, even Conqueror is kind of written for Rockley a little bit. Uh, but,
1: okay, to be fair. Mm hmm. Like, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I have an older brother. Uh huh. And if my older brother had, like, some, like, sicko powers and was in, like, a fighting tournament Mm -hmm. against a guy who was just, like, the coolest
0: guy in the world. Okay. Rocketly, I mean, is is conqueror's younger brother, though, right?
1: Right. But, like, just saying, like. the, The principle is the same. The principle is the same. Like, siblings.
0: Uh huh.
1: We. We gotta root for the other guy sometimes.
0: That makes sense. Well, I I, I do love how much the like, yeah, I don't even want to fight anymore anyway, so it's fine. I quit basically. I'm basically done with this fight. I don't care.
1: He's so fucking mad. He doesn't even know how to so handle mad. it.
0: <laughs> it's it's amazing. I love
1: Gara. is so funny.
0: I love when there's just like a there's just a fight. They just talk about like two of my favorite guys, Naruto, a bunch. Just just a great time for me. It's a great time for everybody. Yeah, hell yeah. I and mean, it's maybe not maybe a great time for a guy who's like feeling real fucked up about about this. Um, I I I do really like how much he's like. Like I I think his concern comes across very genuinely here when he's like moving to Lee. I think it's like, I think mean, I think he's genuinely kind of sweet. Um,
1: oh, absolutely. Guy Guy here is fucking beautiful. Yeah there's nothing more magical than like a fully grown man just like crying about his boy
0: yeah yeah it's it's like great right. like it's like i, I like like i i feel like kind of bad for feeling so cynically about it like before i re these episodes but like i was re- i was like really bought in like i think well like, like i'm i'm just like like i'm just super bought into like the drama and like the back half of this episode like every time i like rewatch this episode uh to like like before we recorded, like be prepared, which I did like twice, and at like double speed both times. I was still like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of getting into it. I'm kind of like feeling it, you know." Like I'm, I'm...
1: yeah, to- totally, totally.
0: He's, he's he's proud of the guy. He's guy, guy's all right. Guy's all right for now. Guy's all right. I'm, I'm I'm moving him back into the category of Naruto characters I like. Uh, we'll we'll see how that how that stays. Um, well, it's he's
1: definitely going to be in there, like at the end. Um, depending on how long this podcast goes, because like he's such a fun character in Boruto.
0: Oh, that's that's true. I'm, th- I'm thinking about like him and Kakashi going on their fucking hot springs trip together. That's great. Right. That's a great. It's time. so good. They're fucking bros. Anyway, um, I, 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 um, <clears throat> yeah, like Naruto is also taking this very poorly. I think this like th- 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 there's a part of like these last. Uh, these last two fights that makes me like think it almost kind of works that like naruto's fight is sort of bullshit in this in this stage of the tuning exams because like you know he, he he's out there and he's like try, trying to prove that he can do it in spite of being the underdog and then like the other two people in the room who like really sympathize with his position um like really empathize with his position and like understand what he's been through um like get into these like way more outmatched situations and then it just goes fucking terribly for them yeah. And so there's an extent to which, is like, oh, I, I kind of understand the dramatic purpose of, like, giving Naruto a fight that isn't as, like, big of a deal as these two. Because it really, like, makes, uh... It, it really positions him well to, like, react to these fights. But also that fight is, like, two episodes long and pretty boring. So I'm not, I'm not you know...
1: That, that could have easily been a one-episode fight. Mm-hmm. They could have cut out the whole fart thing. <laughs> they could have cut out the whole fart thing and just let Naruto get the attack off normally. Mm-hmm. And that could have been that, and it would have been a good episode.
0: It would. It would have been totally. It would have been totally serviceable. And I uh, like that he's like when he's like running over to like check on Rock Lee, he just kind of like stares at like car. He's like, I can't. This fucking guy beat beat Rock Lee. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know what your deal is. I don't care. If I can hurt Rock Lee.
1: I'm so excited to see more of Gara. Yeah now now that you, now that now Gara like isn't invincible anymore. Mm-hmm. So exciting.
0: I'm like I I i am with you there. I mean like I I think I've said in this podcast that is probably my favorite Naruto character, and I, I expect that will probably continue to be true. Um unless like I really get surprised by somebody or like just like Gara way less this time for some reason. Like of course I'm not gonna because Gara's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, Gara fucking rules. Like Gara is like yeah, favorite Naruto character. Like, easy, easy choice. Like I I I don't know if I want to commit that hard, right? But like mm-hmm. You know, because I, I haven't experienced, like, all of Naruto very, very recently, like you have, but, uh, you know, in order to, like, pick a favorite favorite, but, like, Gara Ga- is one of the characters where someone says, like, yeah, is my favorite Naruto character, and I'm like, yeah, same.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I get it. I respect your position. I mean, we get the reveal that, like, uh, you know, Rockley might never be able to be a ninja again, which, you know, I mean, we know we know Rock Lee will be back, because we've, we've seen Naruto before, and also, you know... Are you kidding me? Everybody loves Rock Lee too much to let that be the case. Yeah. Like after these episodes, of well, course he's coming back. Yeah, what,
1: well, you're just gonna like let him not be in the show anymore, the coolest guy in Naruto? Well it happened to Zabazah, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like that guy died though. This is this is just like a... Yeah, this
1: is this is just different. This is this is just like comes back after a time skip.
0: <laughs> but like you know even with like you know, there not being any question in my mind of what like what rockley's going to be okay. Like I think I think the drama of this really works. I, I think it, I, I like buy how like torn up everybody about this is. I like that Kakashi has another one of those moments where he's like g- giving a speech to Naruto. But like oh yeah, I mean like R- Rockley did this because of how badly he wanted to fight like Sasuke and you and like all these other people and like he he was just that committed to that. Naruto is like clearly kind of unsatisfied with this. Yeah, because like oh. fucking, could... <laughs> I mean you know that doesn't really seem. Doesn't really seem worth it, does it? But you know, Kakashi isn't the guy with the answers, and I, I. This is consistently one of my favorite things about Kakashi is that he just doesn't know shit, really.
1: He just doesn't, and we fucking love him for it.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is really the, the 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 the. It is really the element that brings this whole thing together. Is that like he is like the super cool aloof guy, and also he doesn't he doesn't fucking know anything. He's just, he's just as like. He is just as much in it and, like, struggling without any, like, resolution to his, like, own emotional problems as these kids that are in his care. Um.
1: Yeah, right, like, Kakashi and I are literally the same age now, and if I had to tell Naruto something to make him feel better in this situation, like, what the hell's going on vis-a-vis, like, Rock Lee and his convictions, like, fucking, I don't know, kids, sorry, like, shit sucks, can we, like, leave? Can I buy you some ice cream? Can we go? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, I like obviously you can't leave, but um, I I also like I also like um Kakashi going to apologize to guy, and I like that the grounds of him apologizing to guy is like, yeah, I mean, like I I, I gotta be real, I probably would have done the same thing, like, <laughs> well yeah, like guy is like super remorseful and like wondering what he should have done differently, and like you know, you know, I mean like it it makes a lot of sense that he'd be like looking for an answer to something else, at, 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 like, and I I like Kakashi as his friend being like. Yeah, I mean, like the, the, I get why you made this call, and I, you know, I, yeah. I would have done the same in your in your position. I think it's like yeah. it's a great moment between them,
1: right? Because guy is totally looking for a reason to blame himself here, right? Like, guy, guy need guy wants to feel responsible for this, and so, and so I think I think it was like a good, I I think it was genuinely something that guy needed to hear from Kakashi to be like, yeah, I mean, like this kid, that that is just the way that this child is.
0: Like like th- 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 this is what it means to try and like support a child who is like in pursuit of something that probably isn't good for him, but you don't have any alternatives to like put him onto. So like you know it's it's great. I, I I really like these episodes. I mean we got one more thing to talk about in terms of the actual events here, um, mm-hmm. which is we get we get Dosu and Choji set up to fight. Yeah, it does. and Dosu is like. <laughs> Dosu is, like, I mean, he's not going to die in this fight with Chochi, but he's, like, really, really sealing the deal on himself because we get this internal monologue of him being like, yeah, okay, I figured it out. You know, Orochimaru didn't actually want me to kill Sasuke. He basically just wanted me to, like, you know, run up against Sasuke and see how strong he was. I was basically just, like, a sacrificial lamb here. You know, hes he's got it all figured out, and then he fucks up so bad because he's just like, but maybe... <laughs> Maybe yeah. I could make this work for me anyway by beating Sasuke. He's <laughs> it's 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 fucking curtains for that guy. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. Right. Because like I mean, what like what else are you gonna do in that position? Just like hide? Just like go hide somewhere? Uh, like that doesn't work. Orochimaru can go wherever the fuck he wants.
0: Yeah, but also you know,
1: I. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you. You have to be just like. Yeah, okay, I guess the only thing I can do here is just, like, keep doing the Trinian exams, and, like, maybe I walk home after.
0: Yeah, like, maybe I actually would have, that. I could be, I could be the special boy, uh, (laughs) maybe that goes well for me for some reason. Yeah,
1: like, maybe regardless of the situation vis-a-vis Sasuke, like, I could do well enough to where I'm, like, somebody in his eyes, like, that's all I want. And, like, fair, bro, like, it doesn't work out for you, but, like, fair. (laughs)
0: But yeah, I mean, so we, we, we've got that fight to look forward to, but like, uh, it, it, it seems like it's basically going to be like a non-element going forward because uh, it's not mentioned once in the preview for next episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: like, like not the, even a frame of either of them.
1: <laughs> the preview just like totally skips the whole fight. It's so funny. <laughs> uh.
0: Like, it's got us like to follow the whole Rock Lee and uh, Kara fight. Not just because, uh, you know, everybody's, like, checked out. Like, you're, you're not going to be that dramatic. But also, the, the whole fucking floor is rubble. It's just the worst time.
1: Yeah. And, like, how interesting could the Dosu versus Choji fight really be? I guess we'll find out. But I'm, I'm suspecting it's going to be uh,
0: over pretty quickly and not uh, not that compelling. Yeah, see, that was my hunch. I suspect it will take up about like two to three minutes of the next episode and then we'll move on from it forever.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right to me.
0: And Dose is not making it out of this like a life and Choji's never gonna think about it again.
1: <laughs> you make it sound so much like Choji just fucking murks him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be really, really funny. <laughs> Like, I, this whole time I just remember it wrong. Actually, yeah, I, I opened up the next episode and Choji just fucking kills him.
1: <laughs> just fucking snaps his neck.
0: <laughs> doesn't even use any jutsu.
1: <laughs> just no fucking mercy.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think I've, I've said everything I have to say. Are you uh, you feeling satisfied on that front?
1: Yeah. Um, what are, we, what are we watching next week?
0: Next week, we are watching episodes 51, 52, and 53 hey listener
1: do you like the show me too
0: I also like the show
1: wow uh if you want to support the show you can check out our patreon that's patreon.com Konaha crush all one word uh for three dollars a month you get uh early access to episodes uh, and for a little bit more money you can get a little bit more stuff like uh secret secret bonus episodes and like
0: there's no secret we don't know what they are yet
1: yeah we haven't recorded any yet but you know what like as soon as people show interest in the patreon
0: <laughs> i feel like maybe we should maybe we should have something at the patreon for, for people to show interest in but
1: yeah well you know what we'll figure it out Ch- chicken and the egg <laughs> <laughs>
0: um uh
1: you can get like a shout out at the end of the episode that's cool uh i added that one recently wow and, uh, you know, other stuff. Hey, do you want me to draw your Naruto OC? I can draw your Naruto OC. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you, if you want a, any, like, uh, reference for how good Gwen is at drawing Naruto OCs, look at her podcast art.
1: Yeah, look. Okay, maybe don't look too closely. I can do better than it now. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean,
0: Gwen's, Gwen is getting more powerful every day, like a like a Shonen manga protagonist, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, And any images we talk about during the podcast can be found on our Twitter, at Konoha Crush, all one word uh and just like thank you so much for sticking around it really means a lot um if you have any friends that like naruto you should like tell them about us like you know hey if you have any friends that have never seen naruto you should like tell them about us you know
0: we're we're a great way to learn about naruto as long as you don't mind learning that neji dies
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay that's don't don't worry about it just just give them no, don't worry about it. That would be too much work.
0: Yeah, no, just just yeah. don't worry about it, you know. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's not going to affect your, their enjoyment that much if they know that Nenji dies. It's mostly pretty funny that Nenji dies.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like thanks for listening. And, you know, later. And remember, there's no such thing as filler.